Are business owners in Australia deluded or are they the real deal? Today, we interview Kylie Davies, Head of Real Estate Marketing for CoreLogic that will overview the report. Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the problem. Watch your goals for the next six months. Guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited. We've got Kylie Davies, Head of Marketing from CoreLogic. Um, and Kylie, one of the great thought leaders of real estate, has been around the space for quite some time, media, now data, um, and we're going to spend uh, around half an hour today, Kylie, where you were part of a research project called Leadership in Real Estate yep. um, that uh, Tanja Jones was involved in as well, and I'd sent uh, out the surveys to uh, all my gym members, yep. and uh, they've anxiously been waiting to see what the results are, and today we're going to give them a preliminary um, yep. overview, and soon after they're going to be able to get their report. Yes. Okay, so um, Kylie, um, tell me a little bit about, uh, this went out to business owners, is that right? It went out to everybody, all, all real estate agents. We targeted at real estate agents and we asked what their role was in the business. So we were able to break down the results by sales agents, by um, principals or, and, and leaders in the, in the industry. And we can see the difference between what the, um, how leaders see themselves in the industry versus the people that are led by them and how they see themselves in the industry. Okay, I'm so excited about this subject because Kylie, not long ago, I went to a conference and the business owner said to me, Tom, don't worry about that half of the room. Those guys there are dead wood. Right. And I remember thinking, <laughs> saying to that business owner, were they dead when you hired them or did you kill them? Yes. <laughs> well, we have some insights. We've got some insights. So, so I'm excited. So guys and girls, we're going to run through about five or six questions. Um, Kylie, first thing is, how good are principals at leadership? What did the research show? So the research showed that 66% of um, our sales agents felt that their principals were good or excellent at leadership. Um, and so that's that's not a bad number. So good or excellent, and you know, more that two thirds of the industry are behaving pretty well in terms of leaders. But what was really interesting is that when we asked principals how they felt about their leadership skills, like did they feel that they were able, that were they excellent at it, were they able to, were they coping, or were they struggling? Eighty two percent said they had it nailed. So what that means is that 16% are deluded. Okay, so correct. So what you're saying is that 16% have got a major discontent between what their staff and people in their business think of them. That's, that's absolutely right. So some of the key bullet points out of the research, what are they, Kyle? So um, about... 30% of the industry have no formal training, of leaders in the industry have no formal training. And that's really important because when we actually look at, we ask businesses how they were performing. And what we found is that um, if the, the more training you had and the better attitude you had towards leadership training and, and um, learning more about leadership, the more likely you were to have a successful business. So none of the businesses that had principals who had done ter tertiary education were, um, were suffering from negative um, growth. 
But I guess the, the point is, is that the better your attitude towards education and the more you value it and the more you understand what you need to learn and why, the more likely you are to have a really top performing business. We, we can see the correlation. Okay, so, so this to me is making sense, Kylie, because typically a principal was once a salesperson, most likely not university educated. No, that's right. And most likely not trained apart from having been really good at cutting deals, listing property, you know, personal brand, everything that is solo sales type activities. And what you're saying is this shows up as a problem when they become a business owner if they don't have a passion for self-improvement and education. This is, um, uh, Kylie, this is to me a profound insight because I think that a lot of real estate leaders, even those that are committed to self-education, are maybe selecting the wrong kind of education because what a, a good real estate agent normally does is they rock up to ARIC or they rock up to these sales conferences and what we're saying is if you've got to be good at one-on-ones, if you've got to be good at you know performance managing people and getting the best versions of themselves, that is a lot more than just hustling for listings. This is... so. Um, um, so Kylie, tell me, um, like, is there any other main things that come out of that research? That so, yeah. So the stuff that is also really important is how how agents see themselves, and I think that talks back to what you were just saying. That we found that the principals thought that you know we identified the different types of leadership. So right. Tanja had a great um, framework for um, different types of leadership. Coercive is where you tell people how it's going to go down and you expect them to, to obey. Um, affiliative is where you kind of set the, the, you're trying to build a team and bring them with you. And coaching is where you're really making time for, for everyone. Um, I know that none of the principals that we surveyed said that they had a coercive style. No, absolutely not. They were, they were you know, no one would be coercive because that's a you know, terrible thing to be apparently. It works in some circumstances. But 10% of of sales agents said their principles were coercive. So coercive, coercive meaning what? That the it's my way or the highway. Right. Yeah. So that that's a kind of um, summary of coercive. So do it my way or you know or out the door kind of thing. Right. So those so ten percent of sales agents said no no he actually is quite or he or she is quite coercive. Right. Um, and what we found is that the most effective that the, in the businesses that were performing the strongest they were um, the, the the most common style of leadership in for those that were performing the strongest was the affiliative style. Okay, and guys and girls, to all the principals out there watching this, if you're the principal that sits at an awards night and as they're calling up the awards, your salespeople are going up and getting them and you're not happier for them than yourself, you shouldn't be in business. You're basically saying is you've got to shift. It's no longer about you. It's about your people. And that's what I get out of affiliate there. Yeah. Um, Kylie, financial performance and leadership, any correlation? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So we know that the, um, well, we know that 29% of agencies who have growth higher than 10% have affiliative leaders. Right. That's pretty followed closely by coaching leaders. So those guys that are, and girls that are making themselves really available for their team and having formal time to understand their, their problems. Principles, listen very carefully to what Kyle is saying. 
Now, your job as a principal is to be an outstanding coach and get the best versions of your people and not be sitting there and saying, hey, why didn't you get those three listings? We're talking more about working with them in a forward type conversation that's solution focused, that requires you to be very skilled at asking articulate questions and helping agents find out what's blocking them from their success. So I love that affiliate and a coaching style of leadership were the two strongest that were linked to financial performance. Yep, absolutely. Okay, um, is there like was there other different styles of leadership that you can identify in the in the survey? Uh, yeah, we had um, a authoritative leadership is another quite strong one. So, so what's that like? That's... It sounds it sounds quite a negative one, but it's actually not. It's more like a come with me. The bus is going this way. I want everyone on the bus. I don't care what you do on the bus to get to the end destination, but we're all on the bus together, kind of thing. So, right. so, um, so that one's quite a, a big one. About about a quarter of the industry sort of fit into that as okay. well. So, but what what we see in the research is is sort of a lot of talk. I think there's I think there's a lot of ego around this idea that I'm a leader. Yeah. And what we can see is that while people and a lot of agents or principals want to identify with being a leader, you have to earn leadership. And wow. leadership comes from really good behaviour. Yeah. And a lot of that behaviour often comes from doing things that you don't like doing, or that you find hard to do, or that. Um, are quite confronting to do. So so we can see in the in the research that the majority of the industry has a whiteboard on the on you know on the on the back wall and they're writing up their results on that whiteboard and they're meeting every week for a sales meeting. But what we can see so 80% of the industry have a sales meeting every week, but only 62% of those that we surveyed actually discuss their results or what they're doing to get those results at that meeting. So it's a 20% disconnect. So what are people doing in sales meetings if they're not talking about results and, or, and, and how they're getting those results and sharing that information across the team. And the other stuff we're seeing too is that the discipline of actually getting a better performance out of people is not necessarily happening in those meetings. So we saw only about a third of, the, of those that we surveyed are actually um, measuring uh, listing conversions. Right. Well, I mean, what else is more important yeah. than real estate? But yeah. only a third of the industry yeah. is measuring it because yeah. those sales meetings are being used to say, what are your numbers? Why aren't they better? So we're seeing that not really, you know, th- this kind of once over lightly kind of leadership of, oh, yeah, well, I got everyone together and they said they were fine, so I don't have to worry about them. And I think a lot of reactive leadership of, well, I only step in if there's a problem as yeah. opposed to setting the, the vision and the outcomes that you want to achieve and then getting everybody in your team on board to achieve those outcome, outcomes and working with those who are struggling to, you know, to bring them up to speed. Okay, so, Kylie, you're saying that um, good leaders appear to accept that it is difficult and bumpy roads and there is things that they confront instead of avoid, whether it's a crucial conversation, whether it's describing a situation that might not be great as it is and talking about it versus um, ignoring um, issues. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a form of leadership. there's I mean, a lot of, and there's a lot of discipline in leadership, you know, and yeah. that's boring, isn't it? You know, like so in the same way that a, ra- a really great sales agent 
makes their, you know, 10 before 10 and, and, and does their calls and, and has their day really structured. Yeah. I think as leaders, um, we need to have our, our days and our weeks actually quite structured as well around training and giving back to our team. And I think that's probably why um, sales principals, you know, principals who are also selling find it hard to make that kind of time to do that. Um, but, but we do see that those principals who, and even if it's not them specifically, if they've actually got a team around them to, to do those sorts of tasks, as long as their business is being run in that way where there's discipline and commitment um, okay. and, and real soul-bearing honesty, I think. Okay. And, you, and, I mean, one of the things I'm getting out of you is that um, it's not a popularity contest no. for a leader, um, but they need... To, to be a leader, you've got to have followers. So yep. you actually earn the right to leadership, you yep. you know? Um, can I ask you, Kylie, like, you know, we're talking about some of the things that appear to be challenges and things that there was deficiencies in leaders. Were there things that came up that principals do well in real estate? They're really good at encouraging their staff to bring ideas to the table. Like, right. what could we do better? Right. I think where it falls down a bit is actually then implementing some of those ideas. Right. So what we saw is that, um, and they're not bad at investing in training, so about half the industry or half of those we surveyed said, yeah, we get industry experts in to work with our people. Right. Um, and we send staff to conferences and, you know, about 40% will also turn up to the awards. So, right. so we're seeing um, just under half of the industry kind of understanding the value of training and coming along to it. Right. Um, but what we're also seeing, in, and this is consistent across all of the research that we've done recently, is that about 12 to 14% of the industry are quite crap at, you know, truly crap at everything. So right. so 12% of, um, of those that we surveyed for leadership said that their, their bosses were just a complete disaster. The content I put out always ends up with what do you need to do better? Um, what are some of the things you think that they need to do better? So I think um, let's go let's go macro to start with. So what do they need to do better? They need to understand their own leadership style, yeah. and they need to um, make sure that their staff see it the same way. Well, or check in that their staff see it the same way. So you're saying is get awareness. Get some self-awareness awareness about what of, kind yeah. of leader you are. Yeah. And then I think you also need to take the temperature of, well, where's your team at? Like, how are they feeling about what they're doing? How inspired are they? How much do they understand your vision? Uh, how much do they feel that what they do on a day-to-day -day basis is actually helping them achieve that vision? So understand where your team's at. Yeah. And then you kind of have to sit down and work out a bit of a strategy to bring everyone into, into alignment to, and, and how you're going to get to where you've got to go. And some of that is around that rigorous business discipline of having, you know, like a, um, a vision for your business and having that stated, having business goals, having a three-year plan. So, yeah, I think it breaks down into those three parts. You have, do you have to work on yourself? Do you need to work on your team building? Do you need to work on, on your business discipline and, and the, the, you know, even just admin and, and, pro, and processing things quickly? What to you were the, you know, the two most important pieces of research that came through? So the most important things I saw in the research is that those businesses that were performing really well, um, about 65% of their staff said that their, um, their principals were excellent at walking the talk. 
so they did what they said they were going to do and they, they brought every long, everybody along for the ride and they had a really great clear vision on where the company was going and their staff really responded to that. And on the flip side of that, when you ask people who were, who were not happy with their leadership, that disconnect between the leader doing what they said, you know, doing what they said um, versus their own behaviour. So saying you have to behave like this, but then them personally behaving very differently. Make sure your audio and video are aligned because if you are a leader, you are in business and if you're in business, you're in show business. People are watching everything that you're doing and and it's basically this behaviour that creates leadership. Absolutely. It's not words, it's what you're doing versus what you're saying and if it's congruent. Yeah. Okay, Kylie, to me, um, overall, I see this as being, from what you've said, it's not a horrible um, research finding. No, um, no. It's actually, in many regards, there's a large group of uh, the people that were researched think um, it's good. Yep. Um, but what we're actually seeing very clearly now is that this marketplace is looking for leaders who have got their real estate agents that work in their business they should see them as clients and that their job is to actually improve their capability. So moving towards an affiliate coaching style of leadership is gonna be a unique selling proposition to attract and retain talent in your real estate business. That's Absolutely. you know the core thing. So what I'm pleased to say is that, you know, a summary of the leadership report, which was facilitated by CoreLogic and Tanja Jones, and Kylie Davies, who's been uh, here for the last 20 minutes going through it, is going to be uh, made available as part of this video. And we're also going to be providing, once the report is um, completed, um, the full report. Cool. Thank you yeah. so much, Kylie. Thanks, Tom. No awesome. Thank you.